0: You're probably going to have to do some editing surgery. That is my life, is making us sound intelligent in post. (laughs) Because if I don't do that, we fucking just sound like rambling idiots.
1: I mean, (laughs) nobody's going to believe us. We should just release a raw version of one of the episodes. Oh my god,
0: no. It would be so painful to listen to. Just be like, okay,
1: so... This is the finished product, and this is what we started with. <laughs> God. You,
0: you can't recognize it. Um, I mean, one of the episodes, I don't even remember which one it was, but I legit God. cut out 45 minutes. I know. <laughs> like, I remember that one. I
1: did that with the second episode, but that was mostly positive Like- <laughs> I cut out, I think, 30
0: minutes in pauses. I cut out, on that episode, I cut out, like, 30 minutes in in pauses Mm. and clicks and and things like that. And then the other 20 minutes or so was just us going on random fucking tangents that meant nothing. It went nowhere. It was ridiculous. Sounds about right for us, though. Though they'll never know. Yeah, you'll never... As far as you guys are concerned, we're really intelligent and on point at all times. (laughs) Even that's not true. (laughs) All right, fuck it. Let's just get into the episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the official Watts Podcast.
1: Since when are they our friends?
0: Since... I started saying that because I needed something to say at the beginning of the episodes.
1: All right, that makes sense.
0: I have no idea what episode we're on. Uh, I legit don't I know. I think it's episode ten. No, I think it's nine. Is it nine? Because I think the last one we released was eight and a half. Yes, yes, we did. All right. Okay, so, so wait, did
1: we record one after that?
0: Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So we, then we should are on let's talk 10. about this real quick. So we recorded the um, annihilation review. Well, that's up. But yes. we also recorded the Oscars episode yeah. which oh, I decided I decided that we should not release. Okay, so we're not releasing that one. No. So, yeah, I had I had promised that we were going to release an episode all about the Oscars. We recorded it and it just Holy. made me really angry. Like I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. I got so fucking angry recording that episode because the Oscars this year were just bullshit for so many reasons.
1: Yeah, I felt it too. Uh that was something when we finished recording I was just like, are we really going to release this? Because I know that we were just super pissed, and it's going to come across as, like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, it it wasn't a fun episode. It just, yeah. like, I, I got, like, really angry over a lot of things, and it got political, and so just fuck it.
1: And I think I really tried to hold my tongue, yet I said some really horrible shit, probably. <laughs>
0: Both of us did, like... I wouldn't even say horrible. Yeah. We we just got we just got political and aggressive mm-hmm. because that's what the Oscars were this year. They were political yeah. and aggressive and it just, yeah. So so fuck instead,
1: that. uh let's just I guess do a very very brief review of the Oscars right now so people aren't completely <laughs> upset our small fan base.
0: <laughs> oh, that's adorable. You think we mm-hmm. have even a small fan base.
1: Well, I mean the fucking three people who listen to us including us. <laughs>
0: Um. Okay, well, the Oscars this year, basically, Blade Runner got shafted yep. like we already knew it would. Uh, Shape of Water won Best Picture. Shape of Water was nominated for 11 Oscars, which right, it was. is the same amount of Oscars that Lord of the Rings was nominated for. Just to mm-hmm. put that shit in perspective, I think every one of the Lord of the Rings movies was nominated for like a, around a 11 Oscars. It was around
1: 11. I think Two Towers was like 14 or something. But- Jesus. Jesus.
0: It was around 11, definitely. But yeah. Shape of Water, which I did watch to mention that off the top, did not deserve those Oscars. No. Like, as far as... um... Oh, shit. What's his name? Who directed it? Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. As far as del Toro movies go, it was the most bearable for me. Yeah. But it was still just such a fucking bland movie. Like, I still haven't
1: finished the movie. I just... It really bored me about a half hour in, and I just haven't gotten back to it.
0: Like, I thought that the movie was about the relationship between her and the Fishman. Nope. They you just know. fucking blow past that yeah. shit, and it's about helping the Fishman escape, pretty yeah. much.
1: Her and the creature from Black Lagoon.
0: Yep. And they talk like, about his dick, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Why? Okay. Okay, so
1: I think there was one comparison <laughs> that I saw online that Shape of Water was essentially Amelie crossed with the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Pretty much. That's what it was. So <laughs>
0: It was very French, which that's mm-hmm. something Del Toro likes to do is he jumps into other cultures' filmmaking yeah. styles.
1: That's something I think uh, we'll probably talk about at another time.
0: Yeah. But and- – no, by the way, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. This isn't yeah. like a bullshit oh, cultural appropriation. <laughs> 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 no, which is dumb,
1: by the way. Yeah, but. I'm
0: just pointing out that that's something that he likes to do. Is yes. he he takes the style of, yeah. of so uh, Shape of Water was very French. Mm-hmm. Um, Pan's Labyrinth was very Spanish. Yes, you know, et
1: cetera. Uh, yeah, uh, Pacific Rim was Japanese.
0: Yeah, it's true. Anyway, all right. So, other than that, the Oscars. Um, I think Blade Runner
1: won yeah. four.
0: I think total mm, three. No, something like I think that. it was nominated for four, but it only won like two of them, if I remember. Right. It. Uh, I think
1: Dunkirk won two of them.
0: Yeah. Um, Blade so. Runner. Blade Runner did win cinematography. Cinematography, which was interesting, because I really like as much as I wanted Blade Runner to win everything. I really thought cinematography should have gone to Dunkirk. Yes. Uh, but Dunkirk was treated pretty well. It lost best score, mm-hmm. but it got
1: both sound categories.
0: Yeah, it did, which it deserved. Other than that, I don't really have a whole lot that I want to say about it that isn't just political, because yeah. the whole fucking thing was just a feminism nightmare.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah.
0: And not that I think feminism is bad necessarily to get that out there, but the way that it was held, or um, the way like yeah, the
1: way it's been having been in the news and all that yeah media. and the
0: way that it was treated on the Oscars was basically yeah. just like all men are awful right guys and women and minorities are great but like white people oh my god don't they just suck guys yeah that was that was the Oscars and that was
1: pretty much white and man guilt
0: yeah pretty much and so yeah that's why I got really angry on the last yep. episode and that's why we're not gonna talk any more about it on this episode yeah
1: it's not staying on the hard drive guys it's never gonna come out <laughs> It's never coming out of the closet, guys. I'm sorry. No, watch. They in 10, just don't feel in ten like years,
0: it. we're going to release it. <laughs> or it'll be on like honestly, a bonus disc.
1: Honestly, it probably will be. In raw form.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. So moving on to yes. movies that we have watched. Uh, we right. already said that I watched Shape of Water and I gave you my brief thing about it. What did yep. you watch? I watched a
1: movie called Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom. Oh, I thought you watched Howard the Duck. Why the fuck would I watch <laughs> Howard the Duck? I've seen it once, and that was enough. What? You don't think it's a great movie? It was, that okay, shit should have
0: won Oscars. Tim Robbins was amazing in Howard the Duck.
1: Okay. I'm going to set my thoughts straight on that real quick. I'm not going to delve into depth. It's not a good movie, but I think it's
0: better than most people give it credit for. Most it's people, an all right Most film. people say it's like one of the worst yeah. movies ever made. It's not. No, it's like, just... It's yeah. just completely generic. Yeah. Even like the
1: prosthetics and animatronics were all right. Yeah. No. It's still fucking funny to make fun of. <laughs> it is. It's really funny. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> what did you actually watch? So what I actually watched, and are you going to interrupt me again? Okay, no other random movies you're going to bring up that you thought I watched? No? I watched a movie- So you were watching porn, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming.
0: Anyway, I'm sorry. Please continue. So I was watching porn and... <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so you watched a shitty yeah. animated Lovecraft cartoon. Yes. It's for called, kids. It's called Howard
1: Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom. I don't remember who okays it. I think it's the Lovecraft estate. Every property made about H.P. Lovecraft and his works have to be okayed by by his estate or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. And so this got okayed. And <laughs> I really hope they're very disappointed in themselves in the sequel that got greenlit also and made. Because holy shit, this movie was awful. So Like not even children's movie awful. It treats any child who's watching it like a complete fucking
0: idiot. Which is really weird. Because one, you would not think, oh, I want to make a children's movie. Lovecraft would be great source material <laughs> for that. Perfect. It's, yeah, you know, let's let's talk about unspeakable horrors. And, and
1: yes, fucking, let, I mean, that's like, what he did was speak about unspeakable horrors, yeah. but in a child's way. <laughs> like, the more I went through it, the more I just was like, I don't want to deal with this film anymore because they butchered everything about Lovecraft. And not just because it was a child's movie. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much completely unrecognizable to the Lovecraft mythos not just in character design like the movie was just the animation literally looked like somebody who had taken a class junior year and senior year of high school and said hey i want to animate a feature that's what the animation looked like yeah it was really gross like uh like i don't even want to get into details about 3d animation and modeling and stuff like
0: that so oh so it but, was it was 3d not yes like, it was 3d okay
1: the story was about howard lovecraft is granted the necronomicon by his father who's gone insane from going to the in-between realms and seeing all the the eldritch horrors and he reads one of the spells and gets transported into that world and is trying to find his way back mmm and from there, the plot doesn't move forward for 90% of the film. Like, it'll, he'll go to a place, and then just the entire plot about him getting back will just stop. Mm. It'll be like, oh, you're on this mission? Well, how about you do this menial task first? Like, like, not even side quest in a video game level. Like, let's have a snowball fight with Cthulhu. That literally <laughs> happens in the film. All right. It's just moment after moment, every scene. I just kept going. Wait, what happened? It's insane because this is part of a. This is supposed to be the first of three movies. The second one was released. I've not seen it, and there's supposed to be a third one coming up. I just don't know why they keep making them. Nobody went to see them, of course. Did they come out in theaters? Yep, it was like Jeez. a limited release mm. thing. But it they came out like in theaters a and then
0: straight to DVD thing.
1: Yeah. I think the second one was, Mm. but I think I'm done talking about this. I've rambled unintelligibly about it, but it pissed me off. If you're a fan of Lovecraft or, you know, horror in general, Mm -hmm. or even, you know, children's movie Lovecraft, what, you know, what did they do with it? Do yourself a favor. Don't see it.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. Not that I had any intention in watching it anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. So. (laughs) Anyways, now that I got that that man out of the way. I also, (laughs) I watched The Disaster Artist, which you had already seen. Yep. I really liked it. Not. Like an amazing, mind-blowing yeah, movie no. by any stretch, but it's really entertaining. Um, what's his name? James Franco in yeah. a wig. Well, like <laughs> when you just watch the trailer for it, it yeah. fucking looks like James Franco in a wig. But when you watch the movie, it's not actually that bad.
1: No, no, no. Um, it won't stop being a joke, though.
0: No, it won't because it's it's fucking James Franco in a wig. But um, no, I liked it, and his yeah. performance was really good. I thought all of the performers were were really good in it, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was a it was a good movie, especially if you yeah. already know the room. Yeah, I think it'd be a little bit hard to watch if you haven't if you don't have the uh, the pre existing knowledge of what the room yeah. is. Yeah, but
1: having seen the movie and knowing about behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, but so uh, if you know what yeah. if you know what the room is. It's a great movie, or no, The Room is not a great movie. The Disaster Artist is a great movie about a shit movie. Yeah. Well, The Room's
1: a great movie if you have a few bros over and having some some beer yeah. and enjoying yourself. Yeah. But otherwise, it's not a good movie. Uh, I, I did like James Franco's brother
0: as uh, the yeah, main character. Yeah, he, w- he was really good. And I also uh, really liked Seth Rogen in it, even right? though he's not in it for very long. Like, yeah, I don't know. I liked all of those guys in it. Anyway, uh, and I also watched Moonlight, which was last year's Oscar winner. Yes, and there was uh, that little mix-up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: La <laughs> La Land. Uh, Moonlight was
0: no. actually the winner, not La La Land. And, yeah, it was it was good. For those who don't know, it's about a gay uh, black kid growing up in the ghetto. And it was good, but far too short. Mm. Now, you know me, I'm always <laughs> advocating for three-hour movies. Francisco, though, he's the one who said that it should be longer. And mm. he doesn't like Long movies. Actually, he does. He just doesn't know he does. Like, all of his favorite movies are three hours long. But he's nice. always, every time I'm like, hey, you want to watch this three-hour movie? He's like, Ugh. <laughs> like <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> but anyway, without me even saying anything When the movie was over, he goes, this movie should have been, like, four hours long. (laughs) Legitimately, like, not sarcastically. Uh Um, Because, yeah, it should have been a really lengthy movie because it's divided into three sections. Have you seen Mm -hmm. it, by the way? Okay, so it's divided into uh, when he's a kid, like, Mm -hmm. seven, eight-ish years old, then when he's a teenager, and then when he's an adult. Mm -hmm. Right? And each section feels very like how long is the movie uh two hours oh okay uh and so each section you're basically getting a brand new Mm storyline at the start of each section because it's been fucking however many years since the previous section so a lot of shit's changed um so it takes time to get into each section and by the time you get into it Hmm. well we're moving on to the next one (laughs) and to be fair I didn't even mind that for the first two. Yeah. But when you get to the section of him being an adult, basically nothing happens. Hmm. It's, I mean, it was really weird. Not that it's bad, but basically the entire section of him being an adult, which is maybe 20 minutes long, he goes and talks to his mom, and then he goes and talks to the guy that he knew. Mm. And that fills up 20 minutes. And then the end of the movie is, it basically just cuts to black, like, in the middle of a conversation, <laughs> almost like The Sopranos. Like, the movie just stopped at a certain point. Wow. It was a good like, movie, though. It was well acted, yeah. but goddammit, it it needed to be longer. Yeah. um, You get it. Like, yeah. okay, they get together at the end, but it really just feels like the movie just, like, hmm. stopped. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been watching, and yes, we're changing things up a little bit. We're going to blow through the movies that we've been watching a lot faster yeah. than we have been in the past. Yeah, and
1: we're gonna see how that turns out, and hopefully, uh, it makes things a little easier on us in post. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So before we get into our yes. main topic, you, I've brought are putting something, something in us. my mouth. Yes, it's my <laughs> big fat cock. <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, what I'm actually, what I've actually brought today. Is chrysanthemum tea?
0: Yes, you're in make, a juice box. You are making me drink a flower in a ju- in a juice box. Yes, that's what's happening. Yes, yeah. that is what's happening. And it's been a while since we've done
1: one of these things where I brought something weird and we've tasted it. So, and let's enjoy.
0: Yeah, it tastes like a fucking flower. Yeah, I like it. Though. Oh my god! What the aftertaste? It's like. The aftertaste is like incense is in my mouth. Yeah, I get that a bit. I mm, I can't do this so. when, like I ate your fucking purple potato ice cream. I'm I'm not drinking a fucking juice box of incense. Mm, I like it. It's way too perfumey. Mm. Anyway, so topic. moving on to our topic of the week, yes. uh, which is another change. We're topic going to be time. doing less news because when we started this podcast, I was like, well, let's talk about Hollywood news. And then we started looking at Hollywood news, and I realized just, uh, it's all fucking retarded. Well, okay. Back before
1: we said Hollywood news, we said, you know, let's make a podcast where we talk about topics in entertainment like film, music. I think we even mentioned that at in the first episode. And then we just went on to
0: talk about Hollywood news. <laughs> yeah. So. Well- like, what I learned is Hollywood news is awful. Yes. It's all fucking stupid shit. Like, you know what? I, I even looked up, like, is there anything worth talking about this week? All I could find was Simon Pegg talking about the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek thing. Mm. Because apparently people, I don't even know where this came from, people think Quentin Tarantino has written an R-rated Star Trek script. What? I don't know where the fuck that came from. All the news ever was was that Tarantino had an idea for a Star Trek movie and talked to J.J. Abrams about it. That was it. People just pulled it out of their ass. Yep, pretty much. It was never established that Tarantino has written a script. Yeah, no. All it ever was was he had an idea that J.J. Abrams liked. That was it. And so now Simon Pegg is coming out like, no, there's not a script. Like They just (laughs) talked.
1: So that's the thing I've learned when looking into news like that is if somebody says, I had an idea, it automatically people interpret it as there's a script already.
0: Yeah. Or they're 100 percent (laughs) going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. No, he just had an idea. Yeah. So I guess let's get
1: that through to whoever's (laughs) listening now and in the future. Idea does not equal concrete. You know? Yeah. Even concrete
0: doesn't equal concrete. Shit changes. But yeah, so that was all the news that I could find this week. And I was just like, fuck this. Like, this is just stupid. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So, moving on to our actual topic, finally. Yeah. We are going to be talking about a band this week, so not even movie related, it's music. Oh my god, which Which we always said we would eventually. We said we'd cover
1: everything
0: from movies, Movies, games, games, music, books, etc. I think we've brought up games once in what we've we've been doing. We've brought up games before, but we have not really touched on music. But as it so happens, I am in the middle of writing a script that involves a band, (sighs) and so this is sort of relevant Devin to, well, don't to s- me. Devin don't say
1: that. They're going to expect the movie to come out at the end of this year.
0: <laughs> They're going to expect the movie to come out by the time this podcast is up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow. No, it's going to be a fucking long time, but Yeah. I've been researching bands and plus yep. I grew up on 70s music, and so same here. It this is very within my realm, right? Uh, well, the- I mean, you grew up on 70s music. Oh wait,
1: you're not talking about the script, never mind.
0: <laughs> no, I'm talking about this band. The band yeah. that we're talking about. I don't know. I'm lost. Oh, my God. Okay. We're talking about a band this week, Carson. Okay. What band are we talking about? We're, uh, oh, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Yes. Now, who the hell are they? So, this is a, a rather interesting story. Yes. And before we really get into it, let's just... Uh, brief musical history. hmm So, in... The early to mid '70s, yep. hard rock started really becoming a thing, and you had yep. bands like Led Zeppelin at the helm, yep. right? Which they pioneered it in the late '60s. Yeah, uh, and so the that the sound of music was starting to change in the '70s, and it became mm. that sort of heavier rock. It wasn't yep. metal, no. It was rock and roll, but heavier.
1: Yeah, right. It, it, And bands like Led Zeppelin and Budgie definitely
0: paved the way for heavy metal. Yeah, definitely. But it is not heavy metal. No. Heavy metal is different. Yes. Hard rock was its own thing that didn't really last for very long. It was like in in a very isolated section of musical history. And it, it turned into to metal. Right, in hard rock sort of vanished.
1: Though we will have a separate episode getting into that more.
0: Probably. Because I've got a lot to say about that. Yeah, and you've got like punk mixed up in that too and it's like a whole thing. But for now, hard rock, right? You have, I don't know, what are some other bands? You have like Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, Budgie, uh, Blue Cheer. Some more famous
1: bands from the 70s. Purple Haze. Purple Haze, that's Jimi Hendrix.
0: Oh wait, no, not Purple Haze,
1: Fuck deep purple deep purple yes. thank you deep purple uh kiss like i said uh acdc uh, yeah acdc was sort of like later they were mid 70s yeah cuz they the later revival of them was with their like third singer mm. so oh guns, N roses, guns and, and roses
0: guns and roses was 85 yeah they were later but they were they still were they later. were hard rock
1: they were they were very much a mix between glam metal and hard rock yeah
0: but anyway, okay, so you have that, right? Mm-hmm. The The 70s era of rock and roll was hard rock, basically. Yeah. Um, and then it sort of died and turned into metal. But now, oh, and now you want to talk about music and it's all uh, fucking pop, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is nightmarish yeah. <laughs> at times. I cannot deal with pop. I grew up on the, you know, either the 60s yeah. or the 70s. Well, uh, pop existed
1: then as well, because pop is technically popular music or well, because Beatles are pop. They're yes, just they were pop from a different time period where people actually knew how to make music. Well, and they were called
0: I mean, they were pop, but like they were
1: rock and they roll. Were rock, they were for sure rock and roll.
0: Um, But no. Yeah. New, I guess new pop is yeah. more in line with like hip hop. Yeah. Right, I guess that's what it is. It's like, what is pop currently in line with? Then it was rock, now it's hip-hop. But, point being, there is a new band called Greta Van Fleet. Yep. and They're making big waves. They are, yes, they are making some big waves, some interesting waves. Basically, they sound very, very similar to Led Zeppelin.
1: Almost exactly, like Led Zeppelin.
0: Yeah, the singer of Greta Van Fleet has that Robert Plant, um... I don't know what you what you call it, like the, not screaming, but... Um, the vocals.
1: Yeah, well... Like, he sound even not just screaming, just singing, he very much yeah, sounds like does, Robert Plant. Yeah, he
0: does, but, yeah. But um, it goes
1: further than that, because if you watch Robert Plant and Led Zeppelin
0: live... Whale. That's to, what I was trying to come up with. What? Like, the, the Robert oh, the Plant whale. whale.
1: Yep. Anyways, if you watch uh, Robert Plant with Led Zeppelin live, and then you watch Greta Van Fleet live... You'll oh, notice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You will notice that <laughs> the movements and mannerisms of the oh, lead singer of Greta Van and Fleet, and the
0: clothes,
1: and the clothes are very much in line with Robert Plant and Led Zeppelin. Yeah.
0: You you look at Led Zeppelin like concert footage from the seventies. Yeah. And it's he's wearing like a just a vest that's open with his yeah, chest out. Shirt. And he like, like pushes the, his, his yeah, chest forward the, so uh, that it's hanging
1: out and yeah. It's the uh what do they call it? The sex god or whatever. Yeah. He was the prototype
0: for that for seventies yeah. uh, rock. Like as well. Yeah. Like it turned into sort of glam yeah. at a certain point. But no in Zeppelin... Zeppelin's era the early 70s and mid 70s but yeah yeah, it was just that vest with his chest fucking hanging out and like the tight pants and the lead singer of Greta Van Fleet oh my god (laughs) And it is funny too because he's not nearly like he the sex god like no, he no. looks
1: nothing like not, uh Not Robert that Plan. he's a bad looking guy. No, no here's the thing. He's actually like a really handsome guy. He just doesn't <laughs> no. he doesn't reach the level of sex god that Robert Plant is. Yeah,
0: Robert Plant, he's got like the body hair and everything. Yep. The uh lead singer for Greta Van Fleet. He he looks like somebody just waxed it. <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Uh, okay, so th- this is neither also, here nor there. This is yeah. not the point. Also, but- he doesn't have the
1: hair for it. He's got short hair, yeah, which is he's sh- really yeah. weird. Cause when I first heard him, I when I had heard, oh, they're you know, they sound like Led Zeppelin, they were very inspired by Led Zeppelin. I was thinking a bunch of dudes that look almost exactly like Led <laughs> Zeppelin.
0: Okay, so here's the thing, and yeah. we're gonna get into this. Not so much inspired by Led Zeppelin, actually, Mm. and that is going to be something that we're going to talk about. So, let's actually get into what the band is, who they are. Yeah. So, the band members are Josh, Jake, and Sam Kizka. God damn it. K-I-S-Z-K-A. Kizka. Yeah, Kizka. Um, They are uh, three brothers. Two of them are twins, and then their friend, Danny Wagner, is on drums. In their youth, they grew up listening to their dad's music, which was not Led Zeppelin nope. and those guys. It was like blues and uh, folk. And yep. I think they even mentioned funk. And so, yeah, they list they grew up listening to the, the really bluesy sort of sound, which is what Led Zeppelin was inspired from. Mm-hmm. So, interestingly, they were not inspired by Led Zeppelin. They didn't even know about Led Zeppelin until they hit um, middle school, I think, or maybe early high school. It was like uh, from... What I heard, pre-teens, something like that? Yeah, well, no, early like teens. 13, early teens. Yeah. Um, And that's when they started getting into or listening to... Rock and roll. Yeah, rock was in their uh, early teens, but they had grown up listening to blues. Yep. Just like Led Zeppelin, by the way. Yeah. Led Zeppelin, their their sound is very bluesy. Like, yeah. it's rock, but it's very heavily inspired by blues. Yeah. And sort of in line with that, Greta Van Fleet, when I thought this was... Uh, kind of interesting. Mm. When they write their songs, they don't write them as rock songs. They write them as folk songs, and they just yeah. d- take on like a rock tone later, which I thought was really weird and interesting. I believe that was also a very similar process with Led Zeppelin.
1: Uh, it wouldn't too. surprise
0: me, but I, I don't know for sure about Led I mean, Zeppelin.
1: Yeah, that's how Black Sabbath uh, came about with their stuff. They wrote very bluesy stuff and threw the, the tone over it. Mm.
0: So Greta Van Fleet uh, was on Rolling Stone's list of 10 bands you need to know in 2017, I believe, uh, Mm -hmm. and won Loudwire's Best New Artist Award in 2017 as well. And this was the weird one. So at Elton John's request, Greta Van Fleet performed at Elton John's Oscar party this year. Uh, and they were joined on stage by Elton John for two songs, which is... Very weird. Yeah, really strange. And Okay, so here's the thing. They are a very, very new band. They haven't even released an album yet. They've mm-hmm. released
1: two EPs. Yep. One in 2015 and one in 2017.
0: Yes, and that second EP has four songs from the original EP on mm-hmm. it. So really, they've released one EP from the Fires. Is actually a double EP. It is 30 minutes long. I'm mm, sorry. 32 at th- minutes. 32 minutes. Like, at that point, it's an album. Fucking call it an album. Why does it have to be a double EP?
1: I think the reason is that an LP is... Uh, stand, the standard for LP is like 40-45 minutes yes it is but there are some, yes, is, there are some
0: shorter EP. albums out there that are about half an hour that they still fucking call yeah. albums a lot of punk albums <laughs> well yeah so From the Fires is a double EP their, their original EP Black Smoke Rising had four songs on it From yeah. the Fires has eight songs four of them are the songs from Black Smoke Rising so if you're going to go seek out The, uh, you know, some of their music, go with from the fires because it's got all the same songs on it that Black Smoke Rising does plus four. Yeah, and then two of the eight songs are covers; the rest are original. EP basically just means a collection of songs, in, in not necessarily in any particular order, and not an official like album release. Yeah, right. It's just extra shit that the band had, or in the case of Greta Van Fleet, it's pretty much a demo tape. Yep. I um, mean I mean
1: that's what you'd call uh Black Smoke Rising is that's their yeah. demo tape and then the double EP would technically be their first album.
0: Yeah, but they call it a double EP. Right. They have not released their first album yet. Which technically is,
1: again this all the terms is <laughs> dumb as fuck, man.
0: <laughs> okay, so again, just brief recap. So they have released a double EP, technically an album, uh, in my opinion. Yep. Same here. They grew up listening to blues. They're on Rolling Stone's list of 10 bands you need to know. Yep. One best artist. Uh, or, uh, best new artist. Best new artist from uh, Loudwire Loud Wire in yep. 2017. Performed at Elton John's Academy Award Party. All of this, they're not even 22 yet. Nope. Or just turned 22, something like that. They're very young, and they're causing waves because, like we said, they sound... A whole fucking lot, like Led Zeppelin. Yes. And so, what we actually want to talk about, or what I want to talk about, is not necessarily the band. By the way, we should say they're good. Oh yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Um, if you
1: like Led Zeppelin, definitely go listen. Well, to Well, if,
0: like if you like seventies rock, like, like, like definitely, 70s rock. definitely go check them out. I highly recommend them. It's a it's a good double EP. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good album. Yes. Um, and it has one of my current sort of uh newer favorite songs on it, mm. which is Black Smoke Rising. Yes. I really like that song. But what we actually want to talk about is the weird pressure that people are putting on them. Like when people heard their their music, like it just sort of blew up on YouTube one day, and when people heard it, you know, um fans of 70s rock were just coming out of the fucking woodwork, like, holy shit, it's the revival! Yeah. You know? Or or, like, uh, or they're a successor yeah. to Led Zeppelin.
1: Yeah, even like the classic rock a radio station around here even threw them on and
0: was like, holy shit, listen to them. Yeah, so, and that's what we want to talk about. This weird thing that an image is being forced onto them. Mm-hmm. And yes... I mean, they wear their influences on the sl- on their sleeves. Yes. Right? Like, very clearly, they know to an extent what they're doing, right, in-, in the sound that they're making and the look that they're pushing. Yes. But people who like their music are forcing this responsibility on them to be the head of the revival of rock and roll, you know? And one, that's a really weird thing to do to a band, to force on a band— And two, they're being forced into Led Zeppelin's shadow, right? Instead of listening to Greta Van Fleet as Greta Van Fleet, all anybody does is listen to it and say, holy shit, they sound like Led Zeppelin. Mm -hmm. And that's the discussion that I want to have, is like, what do you think this is going to do to the band, you know, to, to have those things forced on them instead of just letting the band do what the band does and rise naturally? You know, Greta Van Fleet did not set out to be uh, Led Zeppelin's successor, you know? They didn't set out to head the revival of 70s rock. They're just trying to be a band. And now they've had all this sort of forced on them.
1: I mean, I think it's really, really fucked up. It's a lot of pressure to put on, you know, this foursome, which are all under 22 or just turning 22. Like, on somebody young like that, It's going to have a big impact on what they do, who they are.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a weird thing because they have, I feel like it's only going to go one of two ways. Mm -hmm. Either they just say, okay, fuck it. I guess we're just going to be Led Zeppelin-likes. Yeah, Led Zeppelin Jr. Yeah, or they're going to say, now we have to take our music in 180 Degrees. And sound completely different so that we can have our own voice. Yeah, it's something that. It, and the by the way, for that, I don't want that. Like they sound good. I want them to be Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, you know, I don't want them to to change their music to to try and have their own voice. And I don't want them to try to pick up where Led Zeppelin yeah. left off. You know. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that they need to
1: feel like. They need to have their own voice. They have their own voice. It's just that voice sounds like another band. You know, it happens to sound like
0: another band. Yeah, and people can't get over that. Mm -hmm. Like, when you read comments on YouTube, or when you read reviews of the band, or when people interview the band, it's always the same fucking thing. Like, oh, you guys sound a lot like Led Zeppelin, and nobody will let them forget it, right? Nobody is letting them be their own band, and I- Like, that's just a really fucked up thing to do to an artist. You know, regardless of medium. You know, like, if you went up to a director and were like, wow, your movies are exactly like this other director. (laughs) Like, well, fuck you, you know? I'm trying to be my own artist, not follow in somebody else's footsteps.
1: Yeah, what happens if they, you know, are like, fuck, we're never gonna let this go if we keep sounding like this, and they either completely change their sound Or they progress to a different sound. Mm. People are going to hate them for that.
0: No, I know. Extremely. And that that was my point. Is like, I really feel like they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Either they have to accept that they're only ever going to be Led Zeppelin Jr. because that's the position the fans have put them in. Yeah. Or they're going to try to completely change their sound around and then lose all the people that were following them. Yeah. I have two examples
1: and these examples might not be the greatest because these bands had a lot
0: more staying power and were able to surpass that. Well, okay. But before before we do yeah. that, we should say very quickly, um, the other thing that pisses me off is we're mm-hmm. looking at a band in their infancy. Yes. Right? And all of the fans of 70s rock are saying, you know, oh, they're like Led Zeppelin and blah, blah, blah. They're not like anything yet. What if you went back to Led Zeppelin's first fucking album? You know what I mean? They sound much different. And and if people were saying, mm. oh, they sound exactly like these other guys. Yeah. No, then people let Led Zeppelin grow and develop into Led Zeppelin. But yeah. now because all that shit is so ingrained into the culture, uh, as soon as a band pops up that sounds even remotely similar, suddenly there's no time for them to be a new budding band. They yeah. have to just be whatever the fuck it is that people want them to be. Yeah. And that that's something that's... That sort of
1: killed a lot of bands. Yeah. The Rolling Stones have stuck around despite having changed their sound and everybody fucking hating them for a while. Mm -hmm. But And they ended up being pressured back into their original sound. Judas Priest changed sounds. They quickly came back because heavy metal is not as large as other genres of music, even back in its heyday of the 80s and 90s. And so they quickly went back because they were quickly looking at running out of a job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Aerosmith. They changed their sound. Everybody hated them. They sort of came back. People liked them again. And then they just completely died out pretty much.
0: Linkin Park. Linkin also, Park. Yes. Linkin Park changed their sound on A Thousand Sons, which is my favorite Linkin Park album. And everybody fucking shit all over them for it. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, never mind. And completely disowned the album and
1: yeah. went back. Well, they didn't. I don't think they even went back to their
0: old sound. They progressed to the. Oh, that's album. right. They turned way more like hip hoppy, didn't yep. they? Yep. And then what's his name killed himself. So. Chester Bennington. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's what I fear with Greta Van Fleet. If like I I fear that they don't even have the option to be experimental anymore mm-hmm. because everybody already knows what they expect from Greta Van Fleet, and yep. that's to bring the '70s back. So if they try to do anything different, well then. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's really fucked up. You know, they, they're they not being given the chance to be artists that they should be. Yeah. People are just pinholing them into this thing that they want, right? Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, I fucking hate most modern music. I hate the sound. Like, you turn on the radio to any top 40, yeah. you know, oh fucking music. It's fucking awful. It is awful. And I get it because 70s music is great. You know, I grew up on it. I love it. But you can't force that onto a band and expect them to grow in the way that you want them to. Mm -hmm. Right. They're not going to because now they have a bunch of people behind them, you know, saying you're going to be this. Right. Right. This is what you're going to do. Right. Well, maybe not. Maybe that's not what they wanted or what they ever intended. Maybe that's just sort of what their sound is. And it could change, but not anymore, because people want it to be 70s rock. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. okay, imagine you make... Like, you haven't even released an album yet, but you blew up on YouTube, and now you have people coming out of the fucking woodwork saying, you have to resurrect this genre.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're being put on that, and now if you change your sound, people will hate you. If you don't change your sound, people are going to compare you to this other band.
0: Yeah, if, if you change your sound you're going to be despised by all of the people that had all those fucking hopes. If you don't change your sound, then you're just going to be compared to fucking Led Zeppelin for the rest of your life. It's it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous spot that people have put this band in. And I don't know that the the members of Greta Van Fleet really even realize the position they're in. I I think yeah. they're they're sort of riding the wave right now and they're enjoying their limited success cuz like I mean they haven't released an album like like we keep saying, yeah. Um, but they are you know going on the road. They're playing shows. They play sold out shows. Yep. You know, and so I think they're riding the wave. But I don't think it's going to be too much longer before they realize that they are stuck. It is the people, the fans in air quotes, that put them there. Yep. Right. Instead of just letting the band be the band in liking Greta Van Fleet, instead all of these assholes like. 70s rock, and Led Zeppelin, and want it back through this band.
1: Yeah. Which is a fucked up thing to do. They can't be living in the shadow and stay successful as Greta Van Fleet.
0: Right, because it's a
1: 40-year-old genre. Exactly.
0: Right? So it's like if if they're not successful on their own, which I think it's likely that they won't be because of this pressure mm-hmm. that's put on them, Um, they're just going to disappear because most people you know all things considered let's be honest most people aren't interested in a led zeppelin clone yeah and i don't think that they are a led zeppelin clone to be clear but everybody else does
1: and yeah that's a sad thing of everywhere i go there's always comment 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 or review 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 it's like these guys are leds
0: Ze- are basically led zeppelin yeah, and, in the modern era and fighting over it too like yeah. whether that's a good thing or a bad thing like no, it's great that they're Led Zeppelin because I love Led Zeppelin. I'm happy to have this sound back where people going, you know, oh, they're just fucking ripping off Led Zeppelin. Blah blah. blah. It's like, you know what? Set Led Zeppelin aside and listen to Greta Van Fleet and shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing that, because I like Greta Van Fleet for Greta Van Fleet. I, I mean, sure, I love the Led Zeppelin sound. Yeah, definitely. But, but here's the thing. Go listen to a lot of other '70s bands, especially oh, early there are '70s. So
0: many that sound like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah.
1: Why doesn't anybody can really compare them to Led Zeppelin? They sound like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You know. So why is this all of a sudden? Oh, hey, they're a Led Zeppelin clone. Well, you know
0: why? It's because mm. Led Zeppelin basically invented that sound. Yeah. Right. So uh, while while it was going on in the '70s, that was just the sound then. But now everybody just sort of remembers Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Right. So, oh, clearly they're a Led Zeppelin clone and not just a hard rock band. Yeah. Which is sad because
1: like bands like Budgie or Blue Cheer or Dust, really great bands from the early seventies, and they really you, you listen to the music, they really have that sound. Yeah. And they do. they've they've flown under the radar.
0: But and to be clear though, yes, Josh Kizka, the the vocalist Fucking really sounds like uh, what's his name Robert Plant. Robert Plant. He really does sound like him. Yes, and like I said, he's got the Robert Plant um, <laughs> mannerisms. Yeah, and the oh whale, my God, and the whale. But but that aside, like he can't. Yeah. That's just his voice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's just
1: what he sounds like. I mean, they dress like '70s bands. They so do. what? That's their that's their style.
0: Uh you know? yeah, I don't know. And that, don't, that's where it gets yeah. really hazy, like, how much of it yeah. is on purpose, how much of it is just them, how much of it is, you know, yeah. the, the people around them being like, no, this is what they expect. Yeah, you know. But I guess here's more of my point is they sure as
1: shit don't look like Led Zeppelin. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't look like Led yeah. Zeppelin. And
0: I think he's that's— got, He's got the open vest chest yeah. thing. That's about it, yeah.
1: Yeah, but— <laughs> people seem to forget that, you know, what a band looks like is part of experiencing that band.
0: Yeah, and well, okay, but here's the thing. I think that's another big part of it is mm. people who were following bands in the 70s and going to concerts and shit feel like they have an opportunity to do that again. Yeah. And so now they're over enthusiastically shoving that onto the band as if it's Greta Van Fleet's responsibility. Mhm. And like I said, I get it. I get it. But yeah. you can't force shit onto an artist and expect them to be what you want them to be. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So you're, you're either going to kill the band or you're going to push them into obscurity. Yeah. Just let them be Greta Van Fleet. Stop yeah. putting them in the shadow of... Led Zeppelin, and fucking realize how young of a band that they are. Yeah. They haven't had time to develop themselves, you know? Like, stop forcing them into the shadow of Led Zeppelin, for the love of God. Stop. Yeah. I don't know. This is this is something that's just... One, I think it's an interesting topic of conversation because it's a very yeah. unique situation. Yeah. Um, but two as an artist, and like we talk a lot about artists on this podcast, Mm -hmm. it's just fucking annoying. You know what I mean? Like, transplant, like whatever art form you like best, whether it's movies, video games, or whatever else, transplant this situation into that art form and think about it, you Mm -hmm. know? If there was a director, if there was like somebody who made a movie that looked vaguely like Kubrick, and this has happened, by the way, I forget his name, but there was a guy who made a movie uh, it with very visually Kubrickian mm-hmm. and people were like, It's the next Kubrick he's here. you know, Kubrick's successor has fucking arisen. Nobody knows who he is now. Mm-hmm. he directed I think two movies, hasn't really done much since, and the movies, I can't even remember, oh, uh under the skin, I think was one of them, right, yeah, uh, and yeah, just it never really went anywhere because why would it? Yeah. Like, if you're going to push that on somebody, they're going to disappoint you. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Nobody liked his, his next movie because it wasn't as Kubrickian. Well, <laughs> it was never his responsibility to make it Kubrickian.
1: Yeah. That's the same thing with uh, another band that I really like that that happened to. It's an almost exact scenario. A band called Evil, which uh, I'm still not sure how to pronounce the name, but... Mm E-V-I-L-E they I believe their first album was released in like 2004 and when they were released they were praised like universally upheld as the next Metallica Mm. and then you know the years went through more albums were releasing nobody spoke about oh hey it's the next Metallica again they just sort of Faded. Yeah,
0: because you can't exist in a shadow. Exactly. In order to succeed, you have to succeed as
1: yourself. The sad thing is, they weren't trying to be Metallica. No,
0: I know. That and just got put on them. That's the same thing with Greta Van Fleet. They're not trying to fucking be Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. They just have a similar sound to Led Zeppelin. That's it. And yeah. people are losing their goddamn minds. And it's going to fucking kill it. It's gonna kill the band. Yeah. Unless something, you know happens very soon you know and i'm really looking forward to what their first album is Mm you know i hope it's an album of completely new songs i hope they don't just rip stuff off of the ep to put on there
1: i'm sure there's probably going to be like one or two songs from the ep on there probably re-recorded
0: yeah but i'm i'm really looking forward to hearing more from them you know and i just hope that It doesn't all implode because their fans, and again, I say fans in air quotes, because a lot of their fans aren't fans of Greta Van Fleet. They're fans of 70s rock, Mm -hmm. right? And that's a very important distinction, and I think those people have a very real likelihood of just killing the band.
1: Yeah. What I think I found really sad about that in general with those fans, just they put it all on this band instead of, you know, saying, "Hey, there's a new band that has a '70s sound. Let me see if I can find similar bands with that sound." Instead, yeah. they've put it all on this one band's shoulders instead of actually actively searching. Well,
0: you know, I, I will of... say I don't. Yeah. Um. So, the fans of '70s music are right there, right? Mm-hmm. For to to listen to Greta Van Fleet, but there's not a lot going the other way. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, you know people who listen to modern music hear Greta Van Fleet and go oh let me go listen to some of the 70s music right yeah it seems to be a very one-way thing for the fans and which is something else that's concerning because if Greta Van Fleet can't grab hold of modern youth you know to buy their albums then it doesn't look good that that's something important to say like the music industry is pretty much driven by teenagers Mm -hmm. it Almost always has been, or at least since the 50s. Yeah. And
1: the sad thing I think about that is when you look at where teenagers have driven the market and where it's currently at and where it's going right now is very far away from this style of music.
0: Very, very far And so, yeah, I have concerns, but I am also really interested. Yes. I am very interested in what they
1: come up with. I will definitely be listening to more of their music. Yeah. You know, buying more of their albums, supporting the band through buying t shirts and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And if they release more uh, vinyl, then Mm -hmm, for sure. I'll totally be interested in getting that. So, yeah, that was the topic for this week. Something different, but I hope you guys found it interesting.
1: Yes. As we did.
0: Yeah. It was a good conversation, I think. Yes. So, before we leave, we have recommendations. Mm-hmm. As always, you decided to recommend music, didn't you? Yeah. Well, not as always.
1: This is the first time I'm recommending music.
0: Right. But as always, we have recommendations.
1: Yeah. The the transition just uh, the way you stated Oh, my
0: it. fucking God. What are you
1: recommending? <laughs> All right. I am recommending the album Euthanasia by Megadeth. Okay. It... Megadeth is a very technical uh, heavy metal, thrash metal band, whatever you want to call it. Describe them.
0: what you mean by technical.
1: Uh, they have a very, they've, you know, essentially they've practiced their instruments and they've mastered their craft.
0: Right. By by technical, you mean their There's technical a lot of, ability to actually the, play. are very
1: much yes. technical ability to play. Yeah. And... The front man Dave Mustaine, whenever new members come through, he's made sure to find the best member that he could, you know, best guitar player, best drummer that Mm -hmm. he could find for that, the best person to fit that. And Megadeth's been a very interesting one because they've had a sort of a rocky history at points, especially starting out and feuds going on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But they never stopped perfecting their sound. Uh, themselves, whatever they're doing. And this is at the point in the road where they perfected technical thrash metal. Mm-hmm. And they went on to perfect who they were as musicians. So euthanasia strays far, uh, not very far from the thrash metal sound, but far enough to where if you listen two albums back, you're going to be like, holy shit, this sort of sounds like a different band. Mm. But it's a combination of the sound, the technical ability and just uh, you know what the songs are about, what you know
0: what's been going on at the time in their lives. And my recommendation also in line with music, but is a movie, I am mm-hmm. uh, going to recommend the movie Almost Famous, which is a great movie I've seen many times. It is about a young 15 year old trying to break into music journalism. And is sent on tour with the band Stillwater, which is not a real band, Um, fake band made up for the for the movie. But Mm -hmm. it takes place in the 70s, so there's reference to Led Zeppelin, Bowie, you know, all of those guys uh, that would show up on tours together or intersect with each other in one way or another. And it's a great movie, Uh, great characters, uh, really great evolution of characters, right? Um, especially the main character and the main love interest. It's a great movie. Uh, Whether you like just good characters, whether you like good, fun, kind of like adventure stories, or whether you like 70s rock, if you like any of those things, go watch Almost Famous. It is a great movie. Uh, There are two versions of it. There's the theatrical version, and then there's the bootleg cut. Go watch the bootleg cut theatrical version is good, but the bootleg cut really gets you in deep with the characters, much more so than the theatrical cut did. So, it's easily, readily available on Blu-ray. I think the bootleg cut is the only Blu-ray you can get, actually, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, that is my recommendation. Go watch Almost Famous. And right. go listen to, which album did you Euthanasia. say? Euthanasia.
1: Euthanasia. Spelled, why... Y O U T H. (laughs) Not
0: spelled. spelled, Not EU. Okay, so it's spelled youth.
1: Yes. In Asia. Youth like young. Yeah. (laughs) In Asia. That's something
0: (laughs) that should probably be made clear. Fucking metal bands. Like, God. Okay.
1: Fucking
0: 90s (laughs) albums, especially. Mm. All right, so that is this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you found it interesting. And uh, hopefully we will be talking more about music in the future and more about other art forms like video games, perhaps. Yeah,
1: And yes, that is a form of art, people. Yes, yes.
0: What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I did nothing. I certainly didn't just smack my pop filter into the mic. <laughs> I thought you killed the mic for a know. second because it we went dead silent. I know. that was fucked up. Okay. Anyway, please so, don't
1: kill my microphone.
0: We're done. We're out of here. That no. is all for this week. Yes. Please join us next week. We are on iTunes. Fuck, what are we on? We're, on, we're iTunes, on iTunes, YouTube, YouTube, Castbox. Castbox. That's the third one. Yes. You can find us in any of those places. Please do not go to yeah. SoundCloud. SoundCloud are a bunch of cunts. Yeah. Until. We get on SoundCloud eventually. I don't fucking yeah, know. <laughs> and then we'll retract our statement. <laughs> but for now, SoundCloud are a bunch of cunts.
1: Yes. So, but, uh, good yeah. night. You know, you think nine episodes in and four episodes we've been saying where we've been <laughs> at, we would remember. Yeah, no. No.
0: No. Can't remember no. shit. Anyway, no. good night, people. Fuck night. off.